You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Orlando. Woo! Hi! Hi, ladies. How's it going? Hi, it's going so okay. So good. Look at us. We're in a studio I all together know, in I person. Yes! Yes. <laughs> yes! Shout out the studio. What's the studio called? Oh, it's the Good Good Media. The studio was born and created by the Good Moms Bad Choices podcast. Yes! And so, yeah, we're now we're a, I'm one of the producers here, as long as, as also the audio engineer and the <laughs> consultant here. I'm, Man of everything. You just do everything. Yeah. And we are everything. here in LA mm-hmm. at the moment, which is is amazing, which is why we can do this in-person meet. And yes. while I'm here, my voice is Reed. Mm-hmm. This and is I'm Florence. Reed. And I'm Orlando. Perfect. Yeah. I think they'll be able to tell, but you know, it's always worth saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the last time we spoke to you mm-hmm. was over Zoom, Riverside, virtual. Mm-hmm. You were in yeah. New York still. Yeah. And you were still doing the hard or soft podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should we introduce you and what you do yes. and who you are, apart from, you know, producer and things in <laughs> many things. Yes, I am Orlando, aka Horlando, aka the Sacred Ho, aka the Big Dick Bad Bitch, aka <laughs> Thick Dick McNick, aka the CEO of Ho, and I am backpacking the circumcised Kraken. Hey. <laughs> wow. That's that's Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and um these days I am a podcaster. I am I guess what's called a spiritual autodidact, which is <gasps> wow. like Yeah, so autodidact is like self-taught and then spirituality is like the sovereignty and um um the spirit spiritual sense of like yourself and knowing yourself. Mm. So I've kind of like taught myself how to know myself better. <laughs> Just like in a spiritual sense and aspect. Yeah. Um, so with the podcast that I'm doing now, um, Menage Mind, I'm not only going more into like the therapeutic healing of myself, but also the spiritual healing. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get into like all that when I explain the podcast more later on. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's who I am right now. I'm a person that is healing and helping the world heal as much as I can. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And and you were we spoke to you last on the Hard or Soft podcast. Yeah. And you're not a part of that anymore. What happened no. there? Wow, this what well, I never really the got tea. this answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um apparently there was a misunderstanding of mm-hmm. like where I stand or where we both stand on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, so when we had a meeting and I was uh, speaking on like things that I want to do separately or mm-hmm. solo, that's just aside from the podcast, my co-host felt uncomfortable, well, my ex-co-host felt uncomfortable with that um, because he felt like there w- it would take away from how it, did, how it would help him mm-hmm. or how it would be mm-hmm. advantageous to him. And it was just like after that and like certain words that were said between us, I was just like, yeah, I just can't continue to sit across from you yeah so it's it's um it wasn't necessarily a matter of it being that bad it was just i can no longer feel comfortable speaking to you in an Mm -hmm. entertainment fashion Mm -hmm. anymore so in such an intimate way as well yeah yeah having a podcast together is literally like being in a relationship and you know florence and i have been through really tough shit too Mm -hmm. it's it can be such a roller coaster. Yeah, and of yeah. course, it's like friendship and professionalism. And- All mixed and intimacy. Like, people, I don't know if people have realized that podcasting is a very intimate space. Like, even the mm-hmm, listeners mm-hmm. feel intimately close to the conversation yeah, without yeah. necessarily being in person. And for me, like, energy is also a big thing. So, mm-hmm. even if things were rocky, things were rocking, like, we figured it out. And then things got rocky again. And then it got rocky to the point where it's like, I can't even see you yeah, the same anymore. Yeah, you can't come back from this. And it doesn't even have to be that bad. It just has to fuck with my boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And it fucks with my... Like, these people I know that are fucked up. I have friends that are really fucked up, but mm-hmm. I know who they are. So when you're presenting um, yourself as one way and then come to find out your real motive comes out, then it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I can't do this anymore. Because yeah. I now I never know who I'm podcasting mm-hmm. with. And I think that's really tough to do. Like, we all need to do it more where we recognize that something yeah. is crossing a boundary and we need to state that boundary. Yeah. And if it does get crossed again, we do need to back away. Yeah. Like, we've all stayed in toxic relationships, mm-hmm. if, if the, even if they're just platonic. So, like, mm-hmm. t- choosing yourself over an awkward uncomfortable situation is just so important yeah Yeah. and it was hard because i'm a person that chooses myself Mm -hmm. every single moment Mm -hmm. and i choose myself so much that before i choose somebody else i have to have like a conference with myself if we're gonna put if we're gonna prioritize this next person before me so when it comes to um that point 
I did also realize how hard it was to not only have a boundary, but to execute it mm. and to stick by mm-hmm. it. And yeah. that's, that's very hard for a lot of people to do. But after it all, um, even with the difficult decision, because all I can think about was, wow, the listeners. Like, yeah. that's all I can think about is like, fuck, what am I, like, how is this going to affect the listeners? Cause yeah, it's like a breakup. It, it really yeah. was, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're going to miss you. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, but at the end of the day, after like I felt how I felt about it all, I walked outside. It was a nice, beautiful day. And I said, what would a bad bitch do? Yeah. And that's how I was able to stick to my decision. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And you moved to LA. I moved to the LA to be with the love of my life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Half of the host of Good Moms, Bad Choices is my yes. partner in life. And we're just about to have them on the podcast as well. So next episode, you will hear from her oh, and the Good Moms <laughs> yeah. talking about being pregnant and, and sex and, and children and mm-hmm. everything. It's, can't wait. Yeah, but this yeah. episode, we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about all things porn, OnlyFans, yeah. content, yeah. censorship, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that whole journey because you've been yeah. going through that. But before we get into that, when was the last time you got laid? Oh, the last time I had sex um, was with my girlfriend, Mila. And <laughs> <laughs> it was really... <laughs> It was really good because we were fucking all night, mm, right? Oh, that was one God. thing. It was one of those like <laughs> that voice, uh, uh, <laughs> longing, the fucking all night. The other aspect of it was we really dived deep into like role playing, mm-hmm. and we <laughs> we did this thing where we went away for like thirty days to like get to like really know who we are together as a couple before I moved out to LA to be with her. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah and so we went to Mexico for 30 wow. days, spent it together. She finished writing her book. I yeah. was like just um, maneuvering out of the space of being in New York to then going mm-hmm. to LA. And so within this, we were long distance, mm-hmm. right? We were all two different sides of America. God, that's right? so tough. <laughs> yeah. And so we met together. Well, we met before with everything, but we decided to come together in Mexico and learn about each other, right? And that's what we learned, that we loved role-playing, mm-hmm. especially animalistic role-playing, right? <laughs> so now as we're having sex and a bunch of fucking sex because we're so far away from each other, and now you take us and put us into a same space for 30 days, like uh-huh. it's a sex marathon. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God, I'm just, I'm feeling the pain of both of your genitals when yeah. you have that much sex. Uh, we were so happy it, it was the pain was pleasurable yeah, that's how good yeah. it was <laughs> yeah. yeah you're just fucking so much you're like oh, oh but stop but keep going yeah exactly i'm oh my I, that's a whole nother like yeah. explanation so anyway <laughs> last time i had sex this has matured into then more role playing mm-hmm. right and we've had plenty of nights where we're up all night having sex role playing da, 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 da. <laughs> so we would put porn on Right mm-hmm. on the TV, on the big TV, right? Because now we're we're like, oh, we're adults. We can put porn on the TV. We don't yeah. have to really hide it like when we were kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we'll put porn on the TV or on a computer, and like we'll role play as the people in porn, right? Oh, that's so cool. What's your yeah. favorite scenario? Like, is there a go-to one that you always, or is it too far? What do you type? What do you type in when you're searching? Okay, all right. So the go-to right now is uh, male, male, female. Not me, I'm female. Um, a threesome with mm-hmm. two women and one man, but like mm. BBC, so it's like big. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm not into like the fantasy of cuckolding mm-hmm. or, yeah. or anything like that. But when we're in this space, which we curate, and it's amazing because we'll light incense, we'll smoke weed, we'll chill out and talk first. We're like the mm. whole the house will be clean. Oh. Like it's a whole sexual ceremony, it's like a ritual. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. Before we that. get into mm-hmm. this, right? And sometimes we do shrooms. That's a whole other thing. Oh, right? oh fuck. Yeah, we need to touch upon that. Yeah, yeah. What is yeah? What is shroom sex? Have you ever had, you've had shroom sex? No. Not shroom sex. Oh. Did I have shroom sex? You did. Did I? <laughs> yeah, when you were on holiday. Yes, but I wasn't super high. No. I was like, it was like just like that nice, comfortable. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I was really horny then, but yeah, not like fully tripping. No, no. I, we're, we're planning on doing that one though. Fully tripping out like wow. shroom sex. And Fuck. we've we've done not fully tripped out, but like pretty tripped out. Mm. And it was crazy because after we had sex, I just like lay there and just touching her. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm moving so much and I was just <laughs> laying there. <laughs> so now this last time we we're having sex, um, we would search like, you know, the three sons, BBC or whatever. And then I would imagine her 
mm-hmm. as like the woman inside the porn having <gasps> sex with somebody else and then also having a threesome with like a friend or like somebody close wow, to her. Yeah. And then on the other end, I will be watching her go through like this whole scenario, fucking this other guy mm-hmm. or whatever. And we would role play as me watching her and fucking another woman mm-hmm. while watching her. So she, I'm watching her have a threesome Wait, and she's watching me have sex with somebody else and we're watching each other, encouraging each other on and talking shit to each other. Fuck, that's so hot. It's so amazing. Mm. And then the fun part about it is, for me, I would envision her fucking another guy, but mm-hmm. the guys envision like me. So it's like me as another person. Oh, and then yeah. she's having a threesome, right? But she's also her and the other woman. So mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of different variations. Mm-hmm. I'm so obsessed with my girl. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch <laughs> of different variations of her fucking a bunch of different variations of me yeah. while I'm also fucking a bunch of different variations of her. That's, that's like multiple dimension shit. I can't even yeah. compute this. My brain's like, what? Yeah, exactly. So so it's one of those things like, now that I'm explaining it, it sounds like it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the moment, yeah, and like sense. you, you, it's it's not just like, oh, we're going to go fuck and we're going to think about these things. That's why the ceremony is important. Mm. Making sure like the house is clean so that our thoughts and our pleasure is direct, mm-hmm. right? It's not like distracting or anything like that. So, and that's the fun part about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can we can role play. And then now, because we have our characters, we could put them in any situation. So sometimes we'll even switch up the porn. It'll be one-on-one porn. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be like, oh, now I'm the guy and like you're watching me and you have to stand there. And sometimes it'll be like, imagining whatever we want it's it's literally creating the space to fulfill whatever you want done and then the great part about it is it can also be sexually healing so Mm -hmm. we'll put ourselves in positions where we may have been uncomfortable but because Mm -hmm. we're connected through pleasure right we don't have this rise of like anger coming Mm because any rise we have is like pleasurable so now we feel good about talking about this conversation right (laughs) yeah so then we can even even in those situations i'll maybe think of a situation that might have been traumatic for her Mm -hmm. right that might not have been that great and we'll be like oh you know uh and within this situation now i'm here now you're doing with me and it's more pleasurable (laughs) it's like healing trauma it's a sexual healing yeah Mm -hmm. that's yeah so doing the whole spiritual aspect of me and now we can include it in role playing that's how i've been able to like compress it all to this this is like my ideal sex life i need that (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna find one of you yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) or find find them find two of them yeah 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 yeah. yeah, so the last last time i had sex we indulged in that like role playing Mm. and and then the great part about it is there is no goal Mm -hmm. right there's just a journey so we're not looking for the nut afterwards Mm -hmm. we're actually Mm -hmm. more times than not trying not to come and throughout yeah. this whole experience because now we could just keep the journey going keep the experience going yeah. and just like live in this world instead mm-hmm. of like oh it's just a visit now we can just live here that's what yeah. my recent sex has been like it's yeah. like the orgasm has kind of left the party and mm. it's more about just being there and like just feeling the pleasure and connecting yeah. with that person and i think when you when you really do connect on that spiritual level with mm-hmm. someone, that's when sex can go that deep and that far. Mm-hmm. And the orgasm isn't even... It, like, I feel satisfied even yeah. if I don't come mm-hmm. after the sex. And I don't think I could have said that in the past about yeah. partners at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being able to just fuck for hours yeah. and like for a really long oh, time is yeah. just mm-hmm. everything. Although just remember to use loads of lube because... I did the whole like fucking for an hour and then in the morning as well for it, pro- probably for like an hour and yeah. didn't use lube. And I had the worst thrush in my yeah, life. Oh, thrush, BV, the, I, I the am, friction burn. <laughs> I am very lucky, lucky to have a partner whose vagina is like consistently always wet. Yeah. And, I'm, and I have a dick that's always hard. So it's just like, oh, this yeah. is perfect. Oh, perfect. How Match could he be any more perfect? This is meant to happen. We're, we're supposed to have sex. Let's do it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also okay not to have a hard dick all the time and it's also okay mm-hmm. not to be yes. wet the whole time too. No, yeah. no, perfectly. I'm definitely not wet the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's oh, for God, sure. Even yeah. when I'm like, super horny. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think we've had this conversation on the podcast before. Mm. I feel like I get wetter when I'm not as into it and that's 
Yeah, that's just the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. So complicated. I, I, I can understand that. And I actually take that as an opportunity to go, oh, okay, you're not as wet. You know, let's take a break now. Let's do something else within mm. the sexual experience. Yeah. Right? So it's if it's like um because I'm I'm envisioning her, I'm fucking her, but I'm envisioning her as somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. So if she's over there having this great time and we're envisioning her in the porn mm -hmm. and I'm having sex with her and she's not getting that wet. So it's like, oh, you know, let me eat you out now. Cause I could just be like, oh now watch me eat her out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. it, it just always works advantageously to me in every mm -hmm. single like type of way when, hey, we got our characters or what we're gonna do, and now we can maneuver however we want into this space. And it's just yeah. creating the space oh. to how you want it. Mm, that's so yeah. beautiful. I know. I try mm, my best. So nice. <laughs> I was so happy to curate this for her. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um speaking of hard digs, mm -hmm. so you're uh an adult performer do you still perform do you still do only fans yes yeah, yeah. only fans so the point the point of me even starting only fans mm -hmm. was to basically use male sex toys and show people how using male sex toys is done in a very demonstrator right i would yeah. demonstrate and i would review That's male so sex cool. toys right and at a time it was i think i started in 2020 where everybody's at home now mm -hmm. Un unbeknownst that this pandemic was gonna happen because mm -hmm. yeah. i started literally january 1st 2020 is when i yeah. started my wow. only thing <laughs> uh -huh. so um when i'm when i'm seeing people like exploring sex and i've always been felt i've always felt like i'm ahead of the curve mm -hmm. with um trying and exploring new things mm -hmm. so i'm like oh okay sex toys for men is coming out a bit more popular i was like fuck it I'm going to be the one to review these sex toys and I'm going to use them and show people how to use them. <gasps> and so my, this is incredible. yeah, my, my whole like, um, theory behind it was if men can understand how to use sex toys in their own personal pleasures, mm -hmm. then they mm -hmm. can understand why women use it. Mm -hmm. And then having a better understanding can make them be better partners. Right. So yes. the idea behind it was to always make men be better partners, mm -hmm. but the trickle down effect would be, helpful to women yeah now you're dealing with a yeah. better partner a more extend understanding well, partner mm -hmm. male sex toys are so stigmatized as well yeah. like yes. it's just it's not seen as like a normal thing for a mm -hmm. guy to have a sex toy yeah. if you think about guys with sex toys you're like oh he's got like a flashlight stuffed under his bed and like seen as like i mean that's fine and yeah. weird and but it's you, you see it's like a dirty thing mm -hmm. with like i don't know like mm -hmm. comics comic book store nerds yeah and stuff or like, like especially that. anal toys for men a lot yeah. of a lot of women have an issue with anal toys for women let alone anal mm. toys for men and there's this whole weird it's so frustrating because like the gender split there it's like women are supposed to find their pleasure and supposed to have all these sex toys and really be into it but when yeah. a man does it oh that's yeah. perverted that's creepy that's weird and it's so fucked up mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. yeah you're doing you're doing I was, the i've been good, trying to good. do the good work <laughs> yeah i mean the 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 how do i say this the position I put myself within like that aspect was just basically to shame the shame yeah. or like be ignorant to the people that are shaming. So I know for a fact that there were men out there that will want to indulge in male sex toys mm -hmm. or don't know that there are toys that they can indulge in. That's mm -hmm. not like the, the, um, the pocket pussy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. There are all, whole bunch of different like masturbation self toys mm -hmm. also. So when I um, would speak, to men that will actually have like some slight interest or whatever the point of the conversation was just comfort mm -hmm. and it's just making it so like it's not that big of a deal like, yeah just relax it's just a sex toy it's just masturbation yeah. so denouncing like the the intensity of it and making mm -hmm. them feel like more chill like relax just mm -hmm. masturbating it's nothing complex or crazy about yeah. it and then the shame part of it being like okay you feel like shaming this you don't feel like it's for you great all right i'm not really putting any energy and mm -hmm. people will put energy into like the shame part where you mm -hmm. don't put energy into that and put more energy into the people that you want to help mm -hmm. then the people like surrounding and seeing it is going to become more popular yeah. because people do want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Men do want to indulge in it. Women want to buy toys for their men, mm -hmm. but when societal um, viewpoints of it are so harsh, it makes mm -hmm. it hard for anybody to indulge. But, that's why you have me who doesn't really give a fuck about yes. what anybody thinks. <laughs> this yeah. kind of is a little bit of a curveball, but mm -hmm. uh, for anyone who has an OnlyFans account out there, have you noticed your OnlyFans account changing throughout the time you've had it and oh, the drop-off? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been um 
an adventure on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of different for me because I was I had a full-time job at the time and I was getting paid great. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a financial thing for me to do OnlyFans. It was really about helping people. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess because... There has been some type of change on OnlyFans. There has been a lot of change on OnlyFans. Lots which, of changes, Which yeah. can cause, like, financial strain to people. But me personally, because I didn't have that uh, stress of finance, I was able to just look at it from, like, mm-hmm. a, a broader perspective yeah. and see how, like, it can change me if I even wasn't affected, even, even if I wasn't worried or affected by money. Yeah. This is still changing my mm-hmm. platform. So I can even, I can... um I can feel for the people that felt the change and felt the financial change yeah, as well. Yeah, and the yeah. fear of not being able to pay for their rent or pay for food. I mean, both both Florence and I have noticed a mm-hmm. huge, like during lockdown, it skyrocketed and yeah. we sort of hit a peak. And I don't think people talk about it enough, especially when they have pay for platforms like that. Mm-hmm. It is only natural that we are going to be getting less money now. Like yeah. my my subscribers have halved and they are staying at half. And I, mm-hmm. I keep hearing this from a lot of people that... Oh, it um, happened to me too. Yeah. So yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I, everyone I've spoken to that has an OnlyFans account mm-hmm. or a pay-for platform, it is it is about half. And and then it, uh, if not like more, you know? Yeah. Because it's, it's also... It, we're going through a recession. We're going through money issues at the moment yeah. and people are just cutting that out and they're not sitting at home doing nothing wanking all day, mm, you yeah. know? Well, the other part yeah. about that was this, the, I mean, the whole controversy about when um, OnlyFans want to drop all their, oh, basically all their sex workers, yeah. right? And it's like, who are you going to keep? <laughs> that was awful, that I was swear. crazy. They tried so, to slide it under the radar and they had no idea what a massive blow up it was going right. to be. And, Everyone was talking about it. And this is what it. I was yeah. talking about from like looking at it from like, a, a perspective of not worrying about the money because I'm my I have friends that mm-hmm. do sex work and we're using OnlyFans, and when that shift happened and then they like that 180 happened and they shifted back like oh you know we're not gonna do that or we're not gonna um change the platform people just felt unsafe yeah so yeah. I still don't fucking trust them right and so and that's the whole thing like of course you know sex we just you always want to feel safe with sex mm-hmm. period if you're a sex worker or you're just a sex indulger so what happened was how OnlyFans fucked themselves over was when they didn't make people feel safe mm-hmm. all these underlining like oh, not underlying all these other um OnlyFans type sites because yeah. you know you have like hub um, sexual hub sites so you have mm-hmm. RedTube Pornhub XNX yeah. like all those all the other sites that are similar to OnlyFans popped up yeah because <laughs> uh-huh. it's just like hey sex workers coming over, come over here and feel safe mm-hmm. we can have yeah. uh, less restrictions um, but like more like um, commitment to the workers mm-hmm. right and then so a bunch of sites just had to make that their model plan mm-hmm. And that's it. And then so what happened was the disbursement of content. Yeah. So instead of, let's say, if we use Pornhub in a sense, mm-hmm. let's say Pornhub fucked over everybody and then everybody disperses their content to yeah. other places. Mm-hmm. And that's all. And that, that changes the audiences as well. It changes the people, with the, like the payers, the, mm-hmm. the fans, literally the yeah. fans. Because they, they have dispersed yeah and business wise it was a terrible business move <laughs> like and and you had to stay if you if you were going to make the 180 you would have had mm-hmm. to stick with it and eat that mm-hmm. and take that loss but because you yeah did the 180 then flop back you still had a loss regardless yeah so you shouldn't have done it in the I, first place i found that i lost a lot of subscribers during that time yeah. because they were like boycott only fans boycott only That's fans but that just and hurt it's like, us so, so boycott only fans like yeah. you're the ones that are like yeah. paying our rent like stop yeah. it like but, come back and then only fans took a big hit because not only were the fans ready to boycott but the workers were ready to boycott too because yeah, yeah. we're just tired yeah it was yeah. really just that we're just tired so mm-hmm. you know what and then of course business-wise all these other companies see that and just model yeah. right after so, jump on yeah. absolutely do we, that way. we kind of stuck it out though we mm-hmm. like when everything was happening we spoke about the other sites and the other options that there mm-hmm. were, but we were mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let's just like you had to wait it out mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, where it let's goes. hold. Mm-hmm. Let's let's stay here because here is good. Yeah. Like OnlyFans is good. Like people talk about OnlyFans. You know, mm-hmm. the people they still do, sing yeah. about it. It's mainstream. Celebrities, celebrities have, have it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrities fuck mm-hmm. on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's so normalized. It's just mm-hmm. a thought of if they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would it be? What, where would we be now? Or if oh. they supported sex workers from the beginning and they were like these they were, were the people that they yeah. would have been the site yeah like right? it would have been the site because they didn't they literally 
had to do nothing. Maybe, mm-hmm. make, well, of course, make it more safe. Mm-hmm. Make it, you know, upgrade the site. Make it more user friendly. Whatever the fuck they could have do. But yeah. what they did is exactly what they, they fu- did not need. They, they fucked really themselves fucked over. It up. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. The, if if they had just been, if they were there waving the sex worker flag, mm-hmm. it would have changed so much. But they they genuinely seemed anti sex work. Like the amount of times that I heard. So I, I, one of my friends, he's like a, you know, a TikTok superstar mm-hmm. performer and they were paying him to create safe content on OnlyFans. And I was like, you yeah. never would have done that for a sex worker when we're wow. the ones making you right. a shit fucking ton of money. And he didn't want to do it. He was like, why would I do it here when I could be Over, doing it on yeah. TikTok or YouTube? But, and it's just talk mm-hmm. to the fucking, fucking sex workers. But nobody, nobody's, that, that's the other part. Business mm-hmm. wise, you'd never talk to the lower people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like they were ashamed of it. They were like trying yeah. really hard to push up all these yeah. people that they, we're having safe sites like gym gym yeah. stuff celebrity yeah. stuff but oh hush hush we don't do the sex mm-hmm. worker thing they were they were ashamed that sex working made their site it's not like yeah. oh yeah. you know we were mm-hmm. a site we're a popular and then you mm-hmm. know we some sex workers came over and it helped no sex working made that yeah. site like mm-hmm. let's just be no one would know about yeah let's be frank it about it like workers. yeah you wouldn't know about OnlyFans celebrities wouldn't Absolutely. know if it wasn't for these sex workers that mm-hmm. put the work in on that site the Miss Me Nasties and stuff like mm-hmm. that that got really popular on Twitter and things like like that so it's mm-hmm. like when you when you turn your back on the people that made you like what do you think was gonna happen? yeah and we you know what we don't know the full story it might not even be the people who actually run only fans we've well, heard over and over again mm-hmm. that it's it was these, about the credit cards the credit yeah, cards like mastercard visa that have right. these very very big religious groups influencing mm-hmm. them and telling them what they can and can't do right. and they turn around they were like no, like yeah, sex work, good. that's like against God. So like we we mm-hmm. can't support you anymore. We're going to pull MasterCard and Visa payments and all the bank yeah, transfer yeah, stuff. They, and it's exactly what they were talking about on the Pornhub documentary. Yeah, oh, I was just yes. going to say, the reason why <laughs> we were you, having yes. this conversation was because we watched the Pornhub money yeah. shot. Money shot. Money shot documentary on, on Netflix. Netflix is really, really fucking it good. And we really would highly good. recommend everyone watching it because yeah. it yes. just, it was a very good documentary. It was very informative mm-hmm. and it felt like we were heard. Mm-hmm. in such a good way yes. it felt like yeah. there were good voices I was like okay like I feel like I know these people because mm-hmm. they've gone through the same thing we lived through everything mm-hmm. that they were describing literally I remember where I was every single moment every single moment terrifying mm-hmm. of just yeah. like uncertainty and not going on and also feeling like a bad person for being a sex worker on OnlyFans and a lot of the rules that they came out on OnlyFans were like really I thought they were really like homophobic they Mm -hmm. were very yeah some of them were just like what the fuck what you can just be nude and non-sexual on OnlyFans that's basically all they allowed yeah. yeah, nightmare. But money shot. You watched it too. What yes. did you think of the documentary? Oh, it was it was really good. In the beginning, I was trying to um I could not put too much like judgment mm-hmm. on yes. like certain spaces and like take it all in because mm-hmm. you know I was coming from the, the the point of view of actually being the sex worker. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I can see all like point of view, but I can also see like the business side. Mm-hmm. And that made me realize, wow, you were really, y'all were really doing fucked up business regardless, <laughs> yeah. right? Because I can understand where people feel like, hey, this is a business, right? This is my business site, right? Um, people, honestly, that whenever you look at a brand and it's a huge company, it's finance people running a certain brand. Not that they yeah. know anything mm-hmm. about the brand, right? So... I think that as sex workers, we need to take it upon ourselves to have that understanding of who we're fucking with yeah. right, and who we're going into bed with. Because one yeah. thing about the documentary was one thing that they were saying was, you know, um, this is fucking with our livelihood. And I wholeheartedly 100 percent agree. Yeah. Right. Business wise, this happens a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I feel like. I feel for sex workers is because in other industries, there is a level of more care for the ground working person. Mm -hmm. And for sex workers, it's always continuously been dashed into the side. Make as much money as you can. Yeah. Pivot when shit gets bad. Mm-hmm. They're just vessels for for money. But we we feel like that when we watch porn. Right. We go in and we watch porn and we never think about them having lives or families mm-hmm. or what their day has been like before they've gotten on set. Because rightfully so, we want to be suspended yeah. in the fantasy, in the mm-hmm. belief that they are just who they are and they're in yeah. that scenario. And you deserve that content for free, yes. apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because we grew up with free content. It was just 
typing into Pornhub and Pornhub was so fucking smart because they made it so user safe. Every time I use another tube site, yeah. I go back to fucking Pornhub because the way that they do it yeah. makes makes it the easy. The algorithm right. is good and they spoke about that in the documentary yeah. how yeah. that all worked, which mm-hmm. was really fascinating as well. Yeah, because they're, yeah. they're not there for sex workers. They're not there for porn. They mm. were a data collection site mm, on, on how we look at things. Which is mm-hmm. on On like, you know, what what icons we're hovering over what things we're typing in and searching for and then they sell that information for fuck's sake (laughs) just like meta just like all the other fucking companies they're not there for us or for sex workers they're there just to make money and they were fucked up they were. They were fucked up. They did fucked up things. We hated Pornhub for a very long time. We were, mm. yeah. It was a very complicated because I still use Pornhub to wank, but I fucking hated a lot of what they stood for and how fucked up it was and how it was ruining the porn industry, They're stealing yeah. people's videos, like just stealing using people's, other content. people's content, mm. and the extreme versions where there were yeah. videos of non-consensual sex, of, of of trigger word, of rape, of child abuse, mm. of of like young girls on there trying to take down their content yeah. and what, not being able to what really got me was because i do feel bad and i always feel bad when it's Mm -hmm. like the obvious things like oh you should feel bad because they're having a site where um uh trigger word rape is like Mm -hmm. being uploaded to but what got me was when they take take it down Mm -hmm. they finally take it down and there will still be like keywords or you can still feel like video (gasps) that is was like and it's still there lingering because it's like when it's when it's direct it's just Mm -hmm. like and it's right in front of your face Mm -hmm. it's like oh we'll we'll just take it away but then when you really look into it it's just like Mm -hmm. oh that's heartbreaking to know that your your content that you were traumatized about Mm -hmm. even in its removal can it's cause trauma continuation. It's yeah. just like, yo. And it, and it just shows that they are just about the money. They don't care about the I people. Finance people mm-hmm. just building brands because they have the money yeah. to do it. Yeah. And uh, Pornhub, I'm not saying Pornhub did the right thing. Pornhub was forced to delete basically all of they their They were videos. forced to do the yeah. right thing. They, they didn't go like, the right mm, we're gonna, gonna help protect people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Pornhub now, the Pornhub that you see now is actually okay. Because every single video you see is it's by better, a verified. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It better, it's better. It's not the best. <laughs> yeah. It's by a verified user who actually actively yeah. wants to put their photos yeah. and videos. I guess up the there. shit thing about it still is that it's still owned by MindGeek. Uh, they still did all this fucked up stuff to begin with. Mm-hmm. They yeah. still stole the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Basically, they they made it harder to make money in the, in porn. Yeah. So there's still the culprits for a lot of things. Like they're the reason that sex work is devalued mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like people don't earn as much as they used to whilst shooting sex, which is like a super vulnerable thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy that we put up content, like pay-per-view content on OnlyFans of like blowjobs and like sex for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like really we should be paying ourselves a lot more for that a lot more but But then because of because of the era of free porn everyone Mm -hmm. thinks they shouldn't have to pay for it yeah and it's taken i'm sure we've all done the same like i still use free porn sites because i still can't get out of that mindset of like Mm -hmm. but it's there and it's easy and i don't want to have to put in all my credit card details i just want a quick fix now and not to think about it Mm -hmm. it's like the mass production of pleasure yeah kind of like a interesting thing to indulge in and Honestly, I have friends that still upload their shit to mm-hmm. Pornhub, right? So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. hey, yep, <laughs> it's yep, kind of yep. interesting supporting a friend that does porn. Because like, yeah. hey, I just watch your shit. Had a great nut. Like, <laughs> good job, yeah. friend. So it's like, I yeah. do. you do want to support them. But it's mm-hmm. like, when the foundation's already fucked up, it's kind of hard how to value how I want to indulge in this space. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, so, so that's what I was saying. You have to know like who you're getting in bed with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because yes, you make money on this site. You make a livelihood, but the foundation and structure and system of the site isn't the best. Mm-hmm. So yes, you are innocent in this situation, but knowledgeably like now knowing this, what do we do? You have to change your shit. Yeah. And you know what? If it wasn't Pornhub, it was going to be something else. True. Something else would have fucked it up. But like mm-hmm. thinking about what porn was like back in the day where you, you know, you you bought a magazine, you bought like a film, you bought a DVD yeah. and then the internet fucked you. And the way that you respected porn back then was completely different. Yeah. And now yeah. it's just 
There is no respect. The respect right. is gone. But we're bringing it back. That's what I was just about to yes. say. Because now, so, wow, I'm so mad at OnlyFans because they literally had it. Mm-hmm. Because the fact of one on one porn like yes. got so popularized. And I do yeah. honestly feel it could have been maintained because it got so popularized yeah. celebrity wise. And unlike mm-hmm. certain other industries where they will bring celebrity in to purposely like promote it, mm-hmm. it's like this was just self sustaining. Yeah. Literally didn't have to do shit. Celebrities they were going on there yeah. showing their titties shit. anyway. Yeah. So so that's why it was so um upsetting because we you were able to create a business model over specific payment towards one on one pleasure. Right. And so the mass reduction of pleasure and stuff like that, like porno hubs and things like that, I do feel like they should, I do like that it's better now. Um, but it's better now because of all that chaos that mm-hmm. happened. So now yeah. we're having more consensual on video like recordings. Yeah. So I've even been a part of um, shooting porn where we would have an interview and say like, oh, how did you feel? How did you feel about this? How did you feel about that? How do you feel about these scenes like going into whatever the case may be? So I've I, like just like on the documentary where they did that consensual talk, it was yes. literally just like that. I've done yes. that before. Yes, so good, and yeah. that's what you need. That's what we needed to right. see, really, and not a porn set that's just like fucking whoa, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, and and funny enough, in 20, 2020, going into like twenty twenty one, when I started doing like partner content and having sex with like other people mm-hmm. on my OnlyFans, I would try to have it be feminine leading mm, right so nice. it would the porn wouldn't end when i nut it would the porn can end when she nuts mm-hmm. right or yeah. i can nut and i will still have to continue to do work to like for her pleasure or to yeah. make her come so it's kind of interesting to see uh um a sex scene where i nut and then i still have to keep on going and i just feel like that changes the psyche of how you view sex in porn right and, yes. and those little little boys we when we come finally come across porn because mm-hmm. obviously now this shit is so easily accessible. Yeah, but even mm-hmm. when it was not as easily accessible, and I was like determined to find me some porn pictures, <laughs> right? Because yeah. I was gonna find me some porn pictures, yeah. right? That that the conversation has always been. Oh, I just followed what I watch in porn. So if that's the case, and I know that that's the mindset that um, people that are younger are gonna have because I had it, then let me produce the content that they're going to imitate mm-hmm. oh yeah. god I, yes that's what we need to be doing is i mean creating like more because yeah, people are going to follow more real yeah. porn mm-hmm. people will always find it kids will always find it it's kind of yeah. like what how all of us do what we do mm-hmm. now we all came from this perspective of like you know the stuff that's out there isn't like really mm-hmm. isn't really teaching people um what they need to know during sex so like people were learning from porn like you were saying so we started talking about it on youtube Mm -hmm. you know and on our podcast and you started like showing people that you can use these toys Mm -hmm. yeah and also making sure that we're not perfectly polished on Onlyfans all the Mm -hmm. time and it's not like what you imagine porn sets to be like with yeah, like highlights and sucking in and looking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Be yours and people were like, mm-hmm. wow, people these are loved people it. being themselves. Yeah. And also, like it was, it was a perfect mm-hmm. OnlyFans had and they fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> and am- yeah. amateurs apparently got really big. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the keywords amateur. So yeah. that's becoming more popular because mm-hmm. people are moving away from that porn set vibe. Yeah. They don't want the fakery anymore. They want yeah. the reality, which is why OnlyFans yeah. work so well. It is, you're being real and people are attracted to that and like we grew up thinking that that didn't happen that you had Mm. to look a certain way to be attracted completely bald shaved yeah like big titties, you <laughs> yeah. know, and it's just, it's just like, I throw like, up anything on OnlyFans and right. they yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Growing up, you had two perceptions on sex. It's either this beautiful Disneyland type experience, mm-hmm. right? Or it's this like down and dirty, don't like, talk about it. Like you should even be thinking this yeah. kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah. there's there's a whole middle ground of mm-hmm. like these two extremes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we're we're doing we're doing the good thing, yeah. right? We're we're, we're putting our real selves up there, and mm-hmm. also I I feel like it's educating the people that watch it. You know, if I'm filming myself in the shower, I'm not making yeah. sure I look fucking sexy the entire time. Mm-hmm. I'm there fucking this is around. A real body. I'm laughing. I'm shaking my tits. I'm like yeah. showing my bum. Be like, oh bum hole. You know, it's yeah. just fucking around. That's the and middle that's, ground. Yeah. And, oh, and that's and uh, as we all know, because we're all creatives mm-hmm. here on on in sex work, that the the. <laughs> The compliments of like 
people realizing like I'm trying to set up a set mm -hmm. and it's somewhere in between an amateur and a professional like porn set because yes. I'm the one that tried to set it up and create the camera angles. Yeah. There's like an, a certain appreciation. I've realized there's a certain appreciation mm -hmm. of the look that we try to put together ourselves, yeah. right? The, the kinks that we try to put together ourselves within this recording mm -hmm. that you know is not done by a whole porn studio. Mm -hmm. And that, that and from the point of view of like one right. seedy old white man in fucking Ooh. or several seedy old white man there, like behind <laughs> yeah. the camera, like, right. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it, right? right. You know that yeah. it's this camera's on a tripod, yeah. and that's it. If it starts moving around, we have to hire somebody, like, yeah. Things in the back of like a viewer's mind that makes it like more enticing. Like it's kind of like podcasting where people feel like, oh, I'm in here, I'm in on the conversation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, oh, I'm mm. sitting in the room watching my favorite I'm person with them. fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like, like yeah. and they don't mind me sitting here jerking off mm -hmm. watching them fuck. Like that is the feel behind it, yeah. and that's mm -hmm. the feel you gotta like you kind of gotta give. Mm -hmm. That's why OnlyFans model was so perfect, and they fucked it up. But yeah, the other side of it is I do like the fact that. Creators have a um a space to like spread their content, right? And I feel like that is the safest way for sex workers mm -hmm. is to be able to spread your content mm -hmm. and people be a fan of you, mm -hmm. not a fan of the network. And I and I I think that we have to just take the onus on our own yeah. sexuality. What's like the best scenario that you've ever experienced with your sex work? And what was the worst? Mm. The best scenario, the best is hard because I, I love sex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't really feel like I have a good or a bad. I'm somewhere in the middle because my intention with sex is to be good. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I would say one of the best was was a bonded scene mm. I did with um, a friend of mine. Her name is Tiny. And mm -hmm. at the t like she's really been putting in the work. So she's like getting more popular and everything like mm -hmm. that. So shout out to her. But we did a bonding scene. And she basically showed me how to like tie her up. And then like she really liked spanking. So then oh, cool. um, we, yeah, we did spanking, foreplay, stuff like that. And then she tied my hands behind my head, my back. Mm hmm and so put me on all four. So it was like my face was like in the pillow oh, <laughs> yeah. while my hands were behind my back. And then like she's just back there like giving me a head. And we put the camera like so I'm on my knees and my oh dick my is God. like facing the bed. And we put the camera right underneath. So it's shooting straight towards the ceiling mm -hmm. looking at all dick and balls. And then <gasps> wow. she's like giving me a head as this is happening. Oh, fuck. And the reason, and the reason why it was great was because in my head, I was like, this is going to be great. And then when we filmed it, I was like, this is great. And then when I saw it in post, I was like, this is great. Oh, <laughs> so nice. everything worked out great. And then we did like two scenes. So we switched another scene to where um, she was riding me in like the Amazon position. Like really uh, yeah. yeah, so she put me put my legs back uh, and she put me in an Amazon position. And that was one of the scenes where it didn't stop when I came. Mm -hmm. Just stopped whenever she felt like getting up and walking oh, away. Oh my wow. god. Yeah, so that was a yeah. really good, like wow. memorable one. Please describe in full detail what the Amazon position is to <laughs> So the Amazon position is like I mean, if you can demonstrate it. <laughs> we're gonna need like I would need like somebody you to need a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but basically the Amazon position is like I mean, which camera's on me. All right, perfect. So you're like <laughs> this, right? And all your, the way back. Your legs are all the way yeah, back. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. the woman's legs are on the outside mm -hmm. and your dick is oh, facing this way. Sorry, David. David's on the video. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. No, you're this way, right? And so boom, boom. So now you would be doing the humping <laughs> in missionary position. Right. Wow. <laughs> I, I did that with what? my ex. It was it was it fun, was and it was almost like I How had a dick work? and I was fucking him. And that's the great part yeah. about it is because the dick, since the dick is like pushing this way, and mm -hmm. you're the one doing the movements and the humping and, and basically the fucking. Yeah. It does feel like a, re a reverse of like a missionary position yes. with a woman in charge. Mm -hmm. And so that's how. That's crazy. I don't even know how that. Like, how that works? I'm going to show like you a video. Dick. It's really good. It's, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's an interesting one. It it feels and looks really amazing. I don't know how, I don't know how pleasurable it was for me because it's like, it's such a, like a hard position to keep your body in. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the, put a pillow under his And the hips. way that the dick is, it's not necessarily, like the way that you're, because yeah. even though you're really close, it, you're still being pushed back. 
I yeah. don't know. It's a complicated So, so the one. thing about yeah. the trick behind that is like the men's legs, we, we never put our legs back like that, mm-hmm. right? So we don't really have yeah. that flexibility anyway. Yeah, yeah. But so, so what you do is- and exposing. I know. <laughs> so what you do to overcome that, you put a pillow under his hip so it can raise him higher. Uh, so now it, it's like lower back and hip. So now you can, he's already angled backwards. Mm-hmm. And because of the amazing way like Dixon goes, you can point the dick this way. Wow. Also, you'll be- He'll be kind of higher. You'll be kind of at like a good level. Mm-hmm. And all you'll have to do instead of like holding his thighs back, because that puts too much strain on like the muscle. Yeah. You hold the ankles, right? Which is kind of looking crazy. Because yes. you hold the men's ankles yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. And it's yeah. not about pushing it back at this mm-hmm. point. It's just about keeping it like at a certain space to where the dick can stay that in you. Mad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all this. hard. Yeah. yeah. It is sounds hard. hard as fuck. But yeah, it it, it is. I'm not going to lie, but once you put that pillow under you mm-hmm. and you get into yeah. that, like, one stance, you're like, oh, okay. It's but when it's all, But when it's all the way, like, he's flat on the bed, it's not as easy because you depress. Your knees depress yeah. in the bed yes. also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. We just did an episode about sex positions and we, mm-hmm. we were talking about them and someone had commented on YouTube saying, like, you need a guy on so you can, like, get their perspective on it. Because <laughs> yes. we were talking about how someone's favorite sex position being 69 was a bit of a red flag. Mm. <laughs> what do you like, think of that statement? A 69 being a red flag? Yeah. I don't see why. Because I would think that, you know, it's a balance there. Mm. Like, that's the reason why. I Maybe that's think. why it's a red flag, because it's definitely not a balance. Why? But it's so much harder, in for... my experience, and what I've heard from women. I, I haven't heard of a single woman enjoy. like 69? They, yeah. yeah. Because I, I, you can't concentrate and you can't come. It no. feels very male focused. Oh, that way. Uh, I just see 69 as a party trick. Like, let's yeah. just have some fun in 69. Like, I don't really see it as like a real we're, we're sex going position. towards. But then, what if yeah. it was somebody's favorite position? I would have to know why. It's like, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> is this your favorite position because it's just this. fun? Because I, I have like positions that I was like, this isn't structurally mm. going to make me come in any type of way, but yeah. this is hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah. it's, you know, and it's something you do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, cool, that's 69. And then I'm there like, why am I doing this? Yeah, like one of my favorite uh. things to do probably is like hang my head off the bed and like Mila just stand over me and then just like eat her out. Yeah. Like that. It's like, uh-huh. but honestly, that's that hurts cool. my neck. <laughs> yes, that's right. true. But the it's comfort. probably fun. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite sex position? My favorite sex position is just laying flat. Her laying flat on, the st- on her stomach. Stomach. The lazy, <gasps> the lazy bitch. bitch. The lazy. It's, it's it's just how could oh, you not? Uh-huh, yeah, it's it's yeah. our favorite as well. Yeah. Especially if if um, because I will I will lie on a wand. Mm-hmm. So I'll put a wand between my legs, lie on the wand, and if it's just yeah. like that, yeah, fucking, and you're just coming. So, I haven't really done that one in a while. So during oh. the role play all night, um, shit that we'll be doing, that'll be the position that um most mostly we'll be in, mm-hmm. and she'll just put it on there, and then so imagining. Just imagining her going at it, her having the vibrator and all these complexities. I was talking about with the role play. Yeah. And now we have the vibrator there also. Yeah. But I just love that position because also like my dick curves to the left. Yeah. <laughs> so having her like lay there with her ass arched and mm. just for some reason, it, it just always hits every oh, time. And then I yeah. can just reach under and I could play with the clit or yes. I can choke. <gasps> I can really talk into her ear like, oh my God, the talking oh God, into the ear. so hard. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Like yeah, the yes. chill. It's, it's a very like it's you you. It's a very advantageous position. Yeah. You can take advantage of a lot of things in that position. I had a fuck buddy Amazing. who that was his like go to coming yeah. position. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every single time he would just and then he would like whisper oh, in my yeah. ear like da- like say daddy and like yeah <laughs> tell tell me to come and mm-hmm. i'd have to be like oh, okay daddy okay but while, while you're being fucked and your back's being blown out you're like oh yeah and he would do the whole like holding your throat yeah. up and like yeah. just like the whole whispering in the ear thing mm-hmm. oh, oh my so God, good. good my my new favorite um come to be favorite like sex position is me and mila like scissoring but I have a dick, so it's even oh, better. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I swear, this is the gender bending thing I yeah. love so much. It's yeah. so fucking hot. Yeah, well, you're like, not... I did that the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fuck. it's like imagining, Sweet like, you know, the, the thought of scissoring and someone would be like, you know, or thribbing, I guess that would be mm-hmm. the yeah. sexual term. Yeah. Trib- Isn't it tribbing? Tribbing. Yeah. Tribbing is. The same as scissoring. 
But tribbing is without genital and genital. Tribbing, yeah, I believe, is like rubbing on a oh, leg just rubbing or on rubbing. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, rubbing on anything. Tribbing was like the general term of just like rubbing on something. So I thought yeah. it was just like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, all right. the so we're all on the same page. Basically. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I, we would be in a position as mm-hmm. if we were scissoring, but she'll just be like riding me or fucking me, and it's just like yes. we'll be sideways, like two lesbians or two women yes. with vaginas mm-hmm. or two people with vaginas, mm-hmm. like scissoring. But it feels quite animalistic <laughs> in a way because you're just like any position we can make work. And, yeah, and I, f- I feel like you have to put so much into that position because you mm-hmm. end up like grunting. You're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you trying really hard re- to like hold it. Your core is fucking going like everything. But you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're just so into it. Yeah. It's just one of those like you're just yeah. so into it. And yeah, mm-hmm. that, those things happen. But mm-hmm. just, And the yeah. eye contact. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know that you've told us a fuck off story before. Yeah. Do you have another one? Maybe one that can top the last one. Um. So last one I um, told you was, and it's so crazy, isn't it? How mm. we're here now, because the last one I told you about the blood play was yeah. actually with Mila. Yeah. Yeah. And now we we're here. together, wow. together at that point? No, we were like, actually, when I did that, we've only known each other for like a month. And wow. we actually met one time before. That's so crazy. This was our if you, wow. you want to hear this story, then you need to go back through or type in Come Curious and Orlando. Mm-hmm. Or no, maybe it's quite a hard, hard, hard soft soft at that yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. listen to that story. Yeah, and see but, how things manifested to be at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, that blood magic. Blood, I'm telling oh, you, that blood tied magic from that point. Right. Mm. And this was before I even knew like I was like spiritually connected because I just yeah. felt connected to doing it. And I was like, I need a person to do it too. Yes. And it's so funny because I was dating a girl when I was living in Brooklyn. I was dating a girl in New York already and she was with it. And then for some reason, I just couldn't feel the connection to go forward with it with her. Mm-hmm. But then I go away with Mila to Mexico again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're there and I'm just like, I kind of want to do this thing. And she was like, yeah. And I traveled with a casing of like um, things you would get at a doctor's office. Oh, of yeah. like the needles and <gasps> like the, ca- the case and stuff like that. All the way to Mexico just so I can draw my blood and put it on this woman yeah. that I've wow. only met one time. <gasps> and and did, wow. did you do some blood, blood swapping? So we did that later. So the yeah, 30 days, yeah. we did the swap. Mm-hmm. So the first time I, I took my blood from my arm, put it on her chest, put my initials in her chest, and then we had sex. Cool. The second time when we did it, the 30 days in Mexico, she took her period blood. Oh, so she was, she was riding me and then like it would get on my dick and then she put like her finger in a circle mm-hmm. and then scooped it up. Wow. And then used that as like a, her since it was on her index finger, she mm-hmm. used it as a pen. And wrote her initials in my chest, oh my just God, like I did her. So, so we were to close in the bond yeah. before I came to LA and lived with each other. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. So that's why so that, that that um story is so amazing for where we are right now and just all of us staying yes. in connection the whole yes. time. Yes, I love it. Yeah. So this fuck off story. Yes. Um, which is I don't know I, I don't know if it's gonna tab it, but I do know it is really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is at the time I am talking to this girl who is um pretty very sexual and shit like that, right? And I was going to go down to uh, D.C., Washington, D.C., to do Exotica. So in America, if, for the UK listeners, Exotica is basically the biggest sex conference in the United States. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we were heading down to D.C., and I was going we to connect with her, right? See, what's up? You know, we uh, we were talking freaky um, through text and everything. I like that already. <laughs> so... I head down there and at the time I have like other sexual partners and things like that. And I go down there and it was, it was late already. I had got delayed. And so she told me I could come um, swing by her house on my way down in district of Columbia. So I walk into her house and I realized under her jacket, she was like wearing lingerie already. So as a man, I'm getting hype. I'm like, Oh, you in lingerie already. Okay. We might <laughs> get things going. And I walk into her apartment and I walk into her room and one of the other girls that I've been sleeping with already is there. <gasps> oh, I like, come to find out that they know each other. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. And so when she was talking to her and saying like, oh, you know, um, uh, I'm talking to this guy in Orlando. It's Orlando, right? And they come to find out that they know each other. No way. So it's, she's there in her lingerie and the girl I'm fucking, I was fucking already at the time, is there in her lingerie too. And then she had another friend that was sitting what? in a chair at the side in her lingerie. So I'm like, oh, oh what's shit. happening? So they, they, we were basically all on the same page, like knowing what's about to go down. So I was like, 
Let me go hop in the shower real quick. I'll be right out. So we Whoa, basically get it popping. Wow. It's this mm-hmm. amazing foursome that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all fucking each other, eating each other out, giving head. Like it's 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 exactly wow. how you want a foursome to go. Beautiful. <laughs> right? In the safe and safest, surprising way. It's exactly mm-hmm. how you want the foursome wow. to go, right? As a guy with three other women. Yeah. So at this one point. Because I'm hype, I'm very sexual, I'm already happy. Like, yeah, force, I'm getting it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, um, I'm the very, I'm very much a pleaser. So I like make sure everybody is pleased, right? Yeah. As much as I can. <laughs> so I lay down, right? And one of the girls is, is riding my dick. Then another one comes and she starts riding my face. So mm-hmm. we have this like triangle situation where one's riding my dick, one's riding my face, and they're like kissing each other. And the third girl, she took my arm and placed it upwards and put my hand into a fist <gasps> and just sat on my fist and started riding oh, my fist as my these two other God. girls are riding me. Oh, and I'm just sitting there like this. My <laughs> wow. yeah, God. That's incredible. And I was like, nobody's going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> Especially riding a fist riding as well. A I fist. mean, fuck. That's fucking- incredible. Great. So I can't believe this happened. This yeah. feels like mm-hmm. just some crazy fantasy that every guy has about threesomes and yeah. fours. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. the other part of the fantasy for every girl, it's like I was cool. I was showing this literally went so smooth as what every woman's experience in a threesome yeah. <laughs> should be like. Like they all came, I came, wow. everybody was happy. Fuck, that's so beautiful. It sounds <sighs> magical. Yeah, so happy <laughs> for you. Perfect. So but yeah. Before we wrap up, do you have any advice for penis owners that want mm-hmm. to be in a threesome or a morsum and a bit are a bit nervous about sharing their cock or like how do I please all people yeah I've had a couple of exes be like oh yeah. I just don't know how I would be like okay with so many people and like mm-hmm. it feel mm-hmm. responsible for everyone's yeah, or like, pleasure bust a nut in one and then mm-hmm. what do you do about the yeah. other like- so um wow I'm so used to thinking about myself now I got to think about this. <laughs> um, I would say mentally be in preparation mm-hmm. to know that you have to multitask, mm-hmm. right? So there's mental preparation first and understanding that there's a multitasking aspect to this. One thing I've always prepped for threesomes is even in a one-on-one situation, I try to do multiple things. Mm-hmm. So it's helped when it comes to the time when I have like multiple people to please. Um, and then after that, I think the... In my personal opinion, in a threesome is to choose one person to be the focal point Mm -hmm. to please, right? And then let it go from there. So let's say if me and Mila decides to have a threesome, my base thought is to let's just make it be your pleasure. And then that's how it's easier to maneuver because now instead of one person trying to take care of two people mm, yeah. have two people take care of one and if you want to rotate it within the threesome like that like oh now we're going to take care of you now you're going to yes, y'all are going to take care of me idea. now we're going to take care of you yeah that i feel is the best way to go about a threesome without making it feel like an exhausting task yeah what a good Great night to advice. end on yeah. <laughs> yeah this is an epic episode mm-hmm. i love recording in a studio yeah. I love oh it my God, so thank you for having us here yeah. and it's been absolutely incredible please tell the curious fuckers where they can find you <laughs> and your only fans and everything yeah if you want to um find me in the way i think you can go listen to my podcast menage mind um, it is about your journey through therapy, wellness, and healing for your spiritual, mental, and physical by way of sensuality, intimacy, and affection. Amazing. Yeah. And we're just so, about to be guests on there. So oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely yes. head over there and mm-hmm. listen and yeah, yeah. enjoy. So, and so basically what I'm doing over there is recording my actual therapy sessions mm-hmm. and putting them out so people <gasps> can hear them. Yeah, that's crazy. That's cool. You were telling me about this on the hike that we did the other day. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I was that's like, so wow. Cool. Yeah, so then I would take um, things that would come up in therapy mm-hmm. for like traumas or anything and I'll make them topics and then I would have podcast episodes. So mm-hmm. I'll bring on guests and let's say um, we talk about, oh, this is a sex-based podcast and I've spoken about like sexual healing mm-hmm. on my with my therapist, even through the role-playing Amazing. and stuff like that. But also how um, sexual healing through masturbation and yeah. how, but, mm-hmm. and then the other side of it is the affection of, because Mila has a daughter, the affection mm-hmm. of like being a father now has yes. helped heal my inner child. 
That's yeah. incredible. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. We, wow. we we cover all these things and we also give a space for like people to come in and see and feel how it yeah. is to be in therapy and down this journey of healing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I will do solo episodes like I'm going to do with y'all um, from a perspective of a person in healing and my um, my therapist or coach or um, that's doing the podcast with me, he does solo episodes in the perspective of the, the therapist wow. mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and people in that um, realm and aspect. So it's a really dope show, yeah. <laughs> to yes, say the least. Yes. <laughs> so yes, you can, that's the name of that is Menage Mind, like mm-hmm. Menage Trois, but instead of Trois is mine. And it's on everywhere you listen to podcasts. It's on YouTube. If you want to find our socials, it's Menage A Mind. And if you want to follow me, I am W h underscore orlando roy r-o-y-e everywhere yay <laughs> thank you is that the same as your only fans oh only fans yes oh, need to put that in there <laughs> how do we forget only fans is onlyfans.com backslash w-h underscore orlando mm-hmm. and that's Amazing. how you'll find me and my big ass curved dick yay yes. <laughs> i mean while we're Everyone's at gonna it gonna want to go see that now yeah <laughs> <Yes>. please <laughs> Um, while we're at it, my OnlyFans is Read Amber X and Florence's OnlyFans is Florence Curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, I, well, I, I, we, fuck, we really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Mm. It's been so lovely having you yeah. back on the podcast, Orlando. Yes. Thank you for joining so us. So lovely joining us. And, you know, having us in this space. <laughs> and if you love this podcast episode, please share it. That's the best thing you can do. And you can keep up to date with all of our shenanigans on social media. Instagram at Come Curious and our personal accounts Read Amber X and Florence Bark. Yeah, yeah, and also remember to give us a rating and a review because it helps get this podcast into more people's ears. Woo! Help us educate, like what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like this is the thing to share. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support, follow our OnlyFans accounts. Yeah. Like that's the best thing you can probably do. Or Patreon. Or Patreon, or Patreon I guess. <laughs> if you want to do Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's, that's everything, it. right? Yeah, that's it. Of course, if you're listening to this, you can watch it all on YouTube where we mm. also have vlogs. And yeah, other and this time we're in a studio, up. so definitely go check out definitely this episode. Watch it. Yeah, you can see our legs for once. Fucking wow. hell. <laughs> I'm like all cozy up on a, this or so you gonna show yeah. the whole body. I've been, yeah, I've been flashing my underwear the entire time. Right. So, you know, let's go. All right, Yo. curious fuckers. We will see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Bye. Mm-hmm.